The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of the host, guests, and callers. And now, here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to Patricia Raskin Positive Living. Uh, Today we're talking about kind of a new world. We're talking about future science. And my guest is Dr. Elliot Maynard who's a master paradigm future science technologist, and he sets forth the quantum field science for the future, a new consciousness and a new operating system for all of us, for humans and for the environment. Dr. Elliot Maynard is a neo-Renaissance leading-edge consciousness scientist and conceptual designer who walks his talk, lives his dream, and is driven to share this information with the world. His background spans the fields of global ecology, coral reef ecology, oceanography, and tropical rainforest biology. He earned his Ph.D. in consciousness research and has served on the faculties of Adelphi University and Dowling College in New York. And today, again, he's going to talk about his keys to personal and planetary evolution, which is a form of a living tapestry that talks about how we can enrich our lives and expand our consciousness. Welcome, Dr. Maynard. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for coming on the program. Well, this is very interesting. This is a new paradigm. How did you come up with this? Did you come up with this from all of your work um, that you've been doing, you know, really with the ocean, with the water, with the systems? How did you come up with this? Well, actually, this is a compilation of many, many years of uh, research and especially direct experience in the areas that I speak about or write about in my book. Mm. So they call you the human from the future. So what's the first thing you want us to know in terms of how... How will we live in the future, and how can, more importantly, we live in the future in a more peaceful, loving, and community-based way? Well, uh, actually, as I explain in my book, it's a matter of us dwelling more, focusing more on the present and moving into the future as opposed to dwelling on the past and living in the present, usually with a crisis management kind of viewpoint, as the majority of people do. Mm-hmm. So it's really from linear to non-linear, linear, really. Um, so in kind of layman's terms, 
how do we do that? Do we focus on living in the now, in what's happening right now? Absolutely. This is very important, and it's very important to stay grounded. However, when you begin, when we begin to live in the present and focus on the future, things begin to change dramatically. I have a simple little analogy for working in what I call the quantum information field. And this is simply to visualize a small switch in your mind. We have been taught to use our linear minds by our schools, our parents, our religious teachers, to never believe anything we cannot to be proved to be true. If we flick that switch to simply not disbelieve things which we cannot prove to be untrue, I guarantee that your life will begin to change in magical ways you never imagined. Hmm. But what you're saying is, what I'm hearing is, you're, you may not necessarily see it in front of you. At the moment, you have to really believe it's happening. Yes? Yes. Uh, what we need to do is push our, our chattering linear mind, which will tend to try to analyze these things and instead go into a, a space where we allow for the possibilities. And those possibilities are endless. And if we prioritize those possibilities and, other, and otherwise focus on specific events or th- things we wish to happen, those we are creating the space for those to happen from the future, and we're effectively bringing the future right into the present. Mm-hmm. And you obviously have seen this work over and over again. Yes, I have. I, uh, I have personally witness so many miracles that uh, I, I have had trouble actually uh, trying to wrap my mind around them. And so all of this is my, from my direct experience as well as collaboration with many, many experts in different fields. You talk about your master key number one is something called supersensonics. Can you explain that and give us an example? Yes, supersensonics was a term invented by Christopher Hills, Dr. Christopher Hills, who was a consciousness researcher. And what it means is simply focusing on developing our natural and wonderful intuitive senses. Now, despite the fact that technology, we have a certain arrogance that our technology, which has only been around for maybe 150 years and less than that, what we consider technology today, whereas intuition has been a major survival tool for humans for actually millions of years. So we simply need to open ourselves to this intuitive sense. Uh, executives, corporate people called it gut, gut feeling, and that's exactly what it is. And again and again, I have interfaced with uh, scientists, surgeons, very high-tech people, and they all have admitted to me in the, when I got to know them that they used this intuitive sense quite a bit. Yeah. Also, where does coincidence come into this, meaning that you know something happens and it's, it's amazing, but you didn't plan it, 
or you'll bump into somebody and in doing so you learn something from that. You didn't plan it, it just happened. And it's as though the universe said, we're going to plant the situation for you so you can learn something. Oh, yes, and this is so well documented and so beautifully documented in many, many of the new books that are coming out. There is a, a wonderful group of new books and new leaders. Uh, you can call them spiritual or simply consciousness-altering uh, leaders who have opened the door by explaining their own techniques and their own experiences. Now, what these experiences do is help validate these things in our in our linear mind, and it makes it a lot easier for the linear mind to accept these things because it does take courage. It does take courage to delve into the unknown and accept these things. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing... I mean, I had, and I, I don't know if this is an example, but I had a recent experience where I got some information about a situation that I think I was looking through with rose-colored glasses, and I didn't like the information I got because it was, it was quite harsh, but I, I knew on some level it was true. And that was the end of it. About three days later, I bumped smack into that situation. And I actually saw what I had gotten for information. I actually, I, I mean, it was in front of my eyes. And I went, wow, how come I really didn't see that before? Now, I, how did that happen to me? How did that present itself right to me? I mean, I bumped right into it, doing what I normally do in my life. And so I, I think, is that kind of what you're talking about? Absolutely. Uh, what this book does and what I am trying to uh, explain to people from my own experience is that when we open ourselves to possibilities by saying, well, maybe this is all true, Mm. These kinds of serendipitous things will happen, and we can let the linear mind go ahead and chalk it up <laughs> to one more, but each time it does, it makes it that much easier to recognize these kinds of uh, what you might call precognition. Absolutely. It's, it's a, a little hint, and that's showing you the mechanism in which this works. It's amazing because I saw the behavior that had been described to me, but I never really saw it before. And part of that is that there's, as you said, it's, it's your willingness to open up your higher self and your intuition and really be Yes, there. Yes, this is right. It's that and also a willingness to confront problems. Now, this is something, unfortunately, that most of our parents and most of our teachers really don't teach us very well. And in this present um, social kind of consciousness, the thing to do is to kind of sweep little problems under the rug, talk around them, etc., etc. Right. If, if we begin facing our problems, recognizing them, and say, bring it on, we can resolve these things, and each time we do this, we gain strength from it, and we gain a great deal of deep satisfaction, which give a, gives us the consciousness and the, the new consciousness to go on as warriors, because you've got to be tough if you want to move into this new uh, field, the quantum field. 
do. And, and, and that brings up your master key three, which is learning a new system for coping with present and future realities, which is what you're talking about. So what's an example of that system? So using my example, you see something, you finally see it squarely. Um, you haven't wanted to see it before. So what's the new system for helping you deal with that you know, difficult situation? Well, um, it's, it's never easy to face these situations. No matter how knowledgeable or enlightened you are, yeah. it still is tough living in this physical realm. Mm. But when we get together with others of like mind or read these books, it begins to free our consciousness from the the kind of fear, fear of change, fear of moving into the future, or even fear of healing, mm-hmm. healing others or being healed ourselves. Yes, yeah. So in learning that new system for coping... Yes, it, it how, does how do we get, What can we do for ourselves to, to help us get through that? Because as you said, it's not easy. Okay, well, this is, this is one of the toughest ones um, I've found, and I, I've had difficulty. First of all, one of the hardest things, I think, for all of us to do, in the Western world at least, is to try not to be judgmental. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's been to school or church or religious or, you know, institutions know knows that we've been trained to be judgmental all of the uh, television things we see and things on the internet apparently reinforce this judgmentalness if we can start to watch ourselves being judgmental this is the very first step in trying to reduce this kind of nasty little habit that most Mm -hmm. all of us have acquired and that opens new doors also it's a simple Mm -hmm. thing but it's difficult to overcome, and it takes a long time for most people. Yeah, and do you think part of that is being is saying something like this? Look, whatever that other person is doing or being, this is all they know. They're not necessarily doing whatever they're doing to destroy me or hurt me or make a problem for me. This is where they are. What You're do you think? absolutely right on there. Um, and, and speaking about it with each other is one thing, and actually being able to have the conviction to do this and to process this is not easy. And it, again, it takes practice because anger is a natural kind of uh, survival mechanism. So we have to kind of learn how to step back a little bit, take a few deep breaths, give ourselves a time out, and see if something doesn't come in to help resolve the situation. Many times it involves backing off a little bit and allowing spirit to guide you or perhaps remove you from the <laughs> ground zero, zero where you're, you're, you have been hammered in the past by a boss or someone who's been mean to you, perhaps a relative, mm-hmm. just for an example. Mm. Such interesting material. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to be with... Dr. Elliot Maynard, his book is Brave New Mind, Living in a Future Science World, which, by the way, is a good world. Stay tuned. You're listening to Patricia Raskin, Positive Living, right here on Voice America, America's Voice. We'll be right back. 
Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. Tired of lackluster results with your marketing? Craving more leads in your business? Tune into the Mojo Marketing Edge with the team behind Mojo Global Marketing, Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez. Winners of the Marketer of the Year, they will show you how to generate daily leads, build databases of raving fans, and close deals faster than ever before. See what's hot right now and how you can tap into it to generate an endless supply of customers and clients. The Mojo Marketing Edge can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. What can you find on Get Real Radio? Well, quite honestly, who you really are. Join host James Robinson each week for a program designed to reveal more about yourself and your world through words of wisdom and profound guests. You'll discover more about the spiritual movement and how it can work with you and alert you to problems you may not be aware of. It will educate, titillate, and enlighten your mind. Get Real Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This could end up being the best time of your week. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Patricia Raskin Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. And my guest... For this half hour is Elliot Maynard, Ph.D., and his book is Brave New Mind, Living in a Future Science World. And uh, it, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, Dr. Maynard has been referred to as the human from the future. Welcome back, Elliot. Thank you. Um, yeah, I know it's, um, you know, I want to ask you this in terms of your own life, and I'm going to go through some more keys but you're talking about a world where we use our intuition more, we're here and now, we see the potential and the goodness in the world. So it's a, it's a kind of world from, from what you write about. My question is, how has all of this, this thinking, this work you've done, this writing, how has this changed your life? Oh, I can't even begin to tell you how much it's changed my life. Um, I, it's, it's so fulfilling uh, to work into the future and to open yourself and to observe your learning process. I, I speak of this a number of times, and I have one of my keys is the future education system, which I call the university of the future. It's a, a system which can be used from kindergarten to lifelong learning, essentially it focuses on observing the learning process in yourself and watching it 
And when you do this, it's, this sounds very simple, but it works. You start to watch yourself learn, and then you can get another stage higher by watching yourself learn <clears throat> from a higher viewpoint. I call a helicopter viewpoint. And when you begin to uh, observe and become conscious of this learning process, it automa- automatically makes you a conscious co-creator of your own universe, your own life. Mm. And I know this is easy to say, and it, you may think it's difficult to do, but it's not if you just have a little faith and, and take that next step into the future. Mm. I, you know, I, I understand this and I resonate with it more, I think, than I ever have because I'm really seeing that happen in my life. And it, it really... Um, well, I'm going to ask you more about your master keys, but for me, it's very much about that belief in possibility and in positive possibility and 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 reducing the fear that I've often had about the future because I'm an entrepreneur and I'm doing this consciousness work through the media. But, you know, there have been so many times I've said, well, you know, is it going to continue? Will it be okay? I mean, you know, this, this fear, what if? And I've learned recently not to look there, but to say it's going, and it's been going, and there's no indication it won't go, and more people are listening. And if I do that, it's it's amazing what's been happening. You know, I'll go places, and I'll meet potential sponsors, and I'm not even pushing it. I'm not there saying, ooh, ooh, I have to push. I'm not doing that. And that's what's so amazing to me is that I think we've been trained in our culture that you must push, that you must keep pushing. And what's interesting is that that's really not the case. Talk about that, Elliot. Well, I know many, many of us who are, who are talking and have become leaders often by default because we've just hung in there with dogged determination. Uh, we... We take for granted certain things that have happened, but you know, actually, it's a it's a long, hard pull. And when you get to a certain level of understanding, it's because you've worked hard to take care of those problems that I mentioned yes. before. And people yes. go to great lengths in the social, uh, you know, in the social consciousness to experience this fear, you know, riding massive waves, doing all of these other things. But when it gets down to it, many of these kind of extreme sports or whatever you call them are actually ways to avoid dealing with the real fear, which is the fear of death is, is a big one. And I have seen this been removed by new leaders. Uh, one of my keys is removing the death barrier Desk should be taught to, to little children as a new graduation kind of thing, just like baptism or birth. And it's moving on and leaving all the aches and pains and problems of the physical universe behind. Mm. Well, right. I, I, and I hear that clearly. And I've interviewed people who actually are communicating with people who've left the earthly plane, I think the fear for people is that many of us don't remember, you know, or we don't, we're afraid we just go into nothingness because we don't 
consciously remember. Well, when you do have this fear, and all of us have experienced it at various times for various reasons, it's you can't just tell it to go away. Uh, it'll sit there in in your kind of in your solar plexus, and it's a very uncomfortable and unpleasant feeling. But very often we can break that that kind of cycle by doing something else. We can change our whole world by by entertaining the outrageous, and I, I don't mean this in, in the way of extreme sports, but doing something entirely different, trying something new, trying something happy, and we may be surprised at how it shifts the other old programs because those old programs will go into the back like uh, the old music we used to play and we tuck it away somewhere in the closet or in storage. So what you're saying is there, there is a consciousness there. There is something there. It's just not accessible to us all the time. Yes, and, and what we're doing when we access this quantum field, if you take the simple, simple analogy of a reel-to-reel tape deck where we need to move the tape forward or backward to go to a particular a song or a piece of uh, written material, we, with a quantum field, with a CD... We use a laser to go to any spot instantly on that compact disc. And this is the way the quantum field works. It's, it's essentially a wisdom pool. It's a, a higher consciousness where everything is possible and instantly accessible. Very often, all you need to do is put out the intent or question, and it may not come back immediately, but it will come back soon and often in unexpected ways, your answer, a resolution to a problem. I, I explain all this in the book. Yes, and I see it. Um, we have time for a couple of other ones. One that really I thought was interesting is the interspecies communication, which, oh, yeah. is, which is the communication with animals, and that they really have answers for us that we often you know, don't listen to or pay attention to. Yes, this is a very, very important uh, way for humans to to actually treat themselves to unconditional love and experience it with with pets. They they are special, very often very special little beings that will help us process these kinds of things, and uh, especially cats and dogs. And I have had experience with also. Um, underwater filming of big sharks and this sort of thing. And in that case, I would put myself into a kind of a neutral state so that I'm no threat to them. And I've been able to have some very close-up encounters with these kinds of wild animals and and deer and dolphins and others. Yeah, that's really an amazing thing. Let's talk about... One other one. We have a couple, two minutes quickly. Psychic cleanliness and conscious evolution. What do you mean? Yes, this is very, very important because our computer and our telephones are, are they're doorways for psychic inflows if we allow this. So psychic shielding, whenever you want to do any meaningful work, you need to mentally... Uh, Make yourself a shield around you. You can visualize this in many ways, and there's some excellent books on it. Uh, 
The shielding helps you tremendously. If you go into certain areas where you're concerned parts of a city that are not good, this kind of thing, the shielding and also psychic cleanliness means that when you wash your hands uh, after being out or take a shower, you can also uh, use sage or other, other certain incenses like myrrh and frankincense to cleanse yourself. And this is traditional in many cultures. And you can cleanse your house this way if you've had some, a lot of people in. And what you do when you, when you take a shower or wash your hands, you just simply have to flick that switch to be consciously aware that you're um, cleaning yourself from any negative vibrations, and you make that little statement quietly to yourself. Mm. And you can do that if you've just bumped into somebody you didn't want to see. You can do the same thing. Yes, and, and what I do is just say clear. Uh, you say clear, and that means to you that you're clearing and cutting that connection because there are many en- energy vampires, people who like to take your energy, and this is the way to cut it. You just go clear. Mm-hmm. All right. It's wonderful. Hey, it was excellent. have to have you on again. Thank you so much, Elliot, for being on the program. Oh, you're welcome. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, and how do people get the book? Uh, the book is available on Amazon.com. It, this just happened about three or four days ago. It's called Brave New Mind, Living in a Future Science World. It is also available on our website, for a nonprofit foundation, which is Arcocielos, one word, A R C O S C I E L O S dot com. All right. Thank you so much for being on the program. It's wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. All right, folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Right here. Be with Wanda McCollum. Right here on VoiceAmerica.com. I'm Patricia Raskin for Patricia Raskin Positive Living. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Patricia Raskin's Positive Living. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.